good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Sustain Chewing the Fat podcast episode 68. Doubling up, two more weeks, we missed one last week, that's just how we roll, always picking up the slack. Quite new for a married couple, that isn't it, last week? <laughs> so, we are wearing some microphones today, we're stepping up our podcast game, so hopefully, they work. Yeah, <laughs> if not, you can join them. Yeah. <laughs> Unlucky on the live video, and even worse on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, Joe, what is the second subject for this week? Solutions to problems. Boom, it's a big one, but it's going to be a short one. Basically, every problem you have... Like a chode. <laughs> every problem you have... Is that like a turd? <laughs> a cheetah and a turd? Uh, hybrid? I'll show you. That old what's it. Um, keep it professional. For every problem you have, you need to come up with a valid solution. Now, this solution doesn't have to be perfect but you need to come up with something in fact it doesn't even have to work because most of the time it has to be a realistic one yeah yeah but it's, it doesn't have to be effective first time does no it? i um, wouldn't expect it to be yeah absolutely because these things are going to take a long time ingraining exercise ingraining preparing your food making better decisions cutting back in the areas that you struggle are all the issues that we see people have constantly one of my clients today one of the gents was talking about um he said, I've been really good last, you know, the last six weeks, but this week I stopped prepping, it all went to shit. I've learned that lesson. Well, you probably haven't, my man, because it's taken You've me- You've learned what's gone wrong. Yeah, and it's, it's not a lesson that you can, you could, in theory, learn it and never do it wrong again. But the chances are really, really, really slim. You know, I said to him, four and a half years in of running sustain, and I still do that, is I don't prep on a Sunday, something happens, I can't be asked. I'm really hungover, I'm away, whatever it may be. And then my week struggles. You know, I'm not as good because I haven't prepped, because I haven't done the things that I know work for me. And it's that reminder, and the trick is to then not spend two months thinking about it and to just go, I need to prep for next week. And that's where you can kind of separate success from failure pretty much, because you see so many people play around with the same 10 pounds, or two pounds, or even two stone, because they lose the weight, they put it back on, because they, they go back to their old habits for mm. too long. And they, they know the solution, they can action it, but they don't. Yeah, and, and you know, kind of going back to obviously, me and Joe talk a lot in the office. And we do, you know, kind of like on Instagram or Facebook and stuff like that, we see kind of our old clients, people that we've worked with. And they'll be posting these things like say, you know, you have someone who's come with you and you know they've lost 10 kilos over their three months. And then, you know, lots of people kind of regress for whatever reason. Like Joe said, kind of go back to time, go back to old habits. Um, and will regain the weight. And then the next time you see them, they've just started another plan. It's like, lost three kilos this week. 
lost four kilos, lost five kilos, in, you know, and they're loving losing. This, loving this new plan. Yeah, and they're only losing <laughs> the weight that they already previously lost with you, but unfortunately put back on. So they're still not kind of making any progress. It's kind of like that, you know, one step forward, one step back, two steps back, but you know what I mean? Or even, you know, one forward, one back repeatedly. Yeah. Obviously. So the, 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 the big kind of learning thing or for you, if you want long-term results, is to address these problems. You know, the, the struggle posts that we put up are the most popular posts that yeah. we put up. You know what I mean? If you ask someone, what is your biggest struggle? People are so quick to tell you, it's this, it's this, it's this. And like, when I start with a new client, the first day, um, I ask a couple of questions. The, one, the first question I always ask is, what do you feel is your biggest struggle with fat loss? And people will come back with, you know, reams and reams of paragraphs of the issues. And then the following day, I'm like, okay, cool. If this is your biggest issue, you know, this is your biggest struggle. Specifically, what have you done? to help with this and how did it work? And the amount of times that nothing comes back, I've not tried anything. Then this is your biggest struggle, you know, why, if this is the thing that's holding back from these goals that are so precious to you, you know, we have like- but you're willing to pay your money for Yeah, it. we have heart-wrenching questionnaires from people, you know, kind of like how they feel about themselves, how they feel about their parents, you know, how it's affecting their family life, their relationships, you know, their work life, their physical, you know, you know aches and pains. That you've got this this one huge struggle and you've done absolutely nothing to address it. You know, you've done nothing to try and help with it. And it just bamboozles me, you know, it kind of blows my mind that you've got this issue, but you've not tried to address it. You've just cracked on. I'll just try again, I'll just try again. You know, if you've got a problem, you need to come up with a solution. I don't know how many times I'm gonna say that in this podcast. It feels like a lot. Yeah, I imagine so. With it being the name of the podcast, that's fair enough. And it's just because there's these overarching themes that we have as coaches, and this is just the one that kind of encompasses them all, isn't it? Is every single issue that people have that stops them making progress, there is a solution to it. But people are unable or unwilling to, to or accepting. People accept that oh, it's just this is just how it is. Yeah, they don't. There's not that the repeated, and I think that's the thing here. There's not the repeated effort that's needed. Is that people put in the effort short term? and expect these problems to be fixed and expect to never have to think about it again and for it to be done. And that's just not how it works because that's what you've done before. You've put in effort for a period of time and you stopped putting the effort in. The longer you work at these things, the easier it gets. So I just mentioned, you know, me falling off plan, you know, it happened last week. And then on the weekend, me and my missus prepped a lot of food. We know what we like, we know what works. We've got rice cookers, you know, we've got the recipes that work. It's really easy for us to do. Because we've put that time in before to find the things that we like and the things that I can eat for five days before kind of change my meals up. And this is where people just need to persevere. It might not have worked for the last three weeks. You know, you might have prepped a bit of food and then run out or not eaten it. But there's another solution. You can cook something different. You can buy food that's been pre-prepped. You can buy oven-ready meals. You can just order food in if you've got the money for it. There's ways you can do this. You just need to keep trying. And so often people... It's that inner voice in their head talks them out of it. You can't do this. This isn't going to work. You know, I miss these foods so much. There's all these little things that people just, I, I haven't got any motivation. I've not got any willpower. My mindset, not, it's not right. It's all just excuses. And that's, people don't like to hear that, but it's so true. It's beliefs. It's something that you think is true, but isn't, but yeah. then you act like it is. Absolutely, I was, gonna say, I was gonna say that before you took it, that you're acting like it's the truth and you're unwilling to challenge it. Whereas actually, if you just give it a go, you'll probably surprise yourself because you'll find that it's not 
I remember when I did it without having a, a you know, when I was doing some calorie counting stuff and I had peanut butter in my banana smoothie and I was like, I really don't want to cut this out mm. because it's delicious. And then I did and went, oh, my life isn't suffering in any way, shape Except or form. 150 calories lighter. Exactly, and it's going to help me get leaner for no real impact to my day. And these are the things that people need to just try. And that's what we're kind of getting, getting across here is people just need to try a few more things because people are so quick to say, I can't cut out alcohol. I can't cut back on alcohol. I can't say no to my friends, my parents, all these 101 or probably 1,001 different things. But if you just tried it, you'd probably surprise yourself. Last one, I'll shut up. Alcohol's the big one here, is people say, I had a few this week, someone saying, I couldn't take G&T to this event. I, I have to drink wine, or I have to do this, I have to do that. There is always a solution here. And my one is that my dad used to be a boozer. And if people say, you're not gonna drink, it makes you boring, blah, 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 you know, you should have a pint. Is that if I just say, oh, actually, my dad used to drink much, so I'm not drinking at the moment. It, so I'm just really still like, nah. It shuts people up straight, but that's a much easier way to yeah, get yeah, across yeah. people, so it, shut it down. Because it immediately puts people on the back foot, because no one in their right mind is then going to say, here's a pint or here's a double sambuca, get that down. It's just not how it works. And if they are, it's that kind of person you want in your life. But anyway, there's just always a solution, and that if you give it a go, people think they're more important than they are. I love this thing that. Everyone thinks they're the centre of attention. If you don't drink, the party will be ruined and everyone will notice mm. no one gives a shit. In six months' time, no one's going to remember what you drank at that party. Well, even with, with that one, I always kind of just throw it back to people and just say, okay, so if there was someone else at that table who didn't eat cake, would you think any less of them? Or would you be upset by that? Would you be disappointed? You're like, no, I wouldn't. You won't be yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bat an eye on it. Like, okay, know. well, you're that person. And if you don't want to eat cake, then don't, don't, you know. And if you do want to eat cake, then just say, I want to eat cake. You don't have to say I had to, because just on a slight side tip, <laughs> I always say this to people who be like, "Well, I had to have it." I don't, I, you know, I had to be polite. It's like, okay, if that was raw octopus, would you eat it? To be polite, would you fuck? You're eating it because it's cake and it's delicious. No, I probably would actually. <laughs> You're a sicko. Though. I think another pressure that people put on is that it has to be the perfect solution, and again, it's not going to be. If that solution is five percent better than not doing anything, then it is worth doing. And then you've got an idea of something that works a little bit and you can review it and you can assess it and go, well, this works a little bit. Maybe next time I'm gonna try this or this, next time I'm definitely gonna try this. And you can work on it like that. But any kind of improvement is better than none. And I think a lot of people will just put pressure on that it has to be this perfect solution. You know, it has to be a perfect approach. Yeah. I've got a slight tangent here. Keep going. Not tangent. So when people join the free support group, which I hope you are a member, if not, then find it. Sustain Nutrition Free Support Group. Um, we introduce them, you know, welcome to the group. We've got lots of free resources. How can we help? And some guy posted the other day saying like his biggest struggle was he can stick to a diet for a certain bit, then he binges, eats a lot of ham and mayonnaise sandwiches, loads of crisps. So we had some back and forth, um, trying to help him. So, you know, sounds like you've been far too restrictive with your approach if you had these ham and mayonnaise sandwiches that you enjoy so much and Chris a couple of times a week, would that help? And then eventually he was like, no, I just want to be perfect. So, you know, I really want to, you know, eat perfectly all the time. Like that's just not working for you. That is not the solution that you need. By the way, <laughs> just fucking blew me out and left the group. Um, but it's just that idea of this is your problem. Your problem is you're trying to be too perfect. Therefore you need to, you know, Go for consistency over perfection. Eating a couple of sandwiches a week is not going to have a massive negative effect on your 
fat loss. You know, your body's not gonna be like, I'm doing great this week. Ah, I've eaten a sandwich, therefore I'm gonna fucking gain weight. Just be sensible about it. If, you know, eating a bit of chocolate or having a couple of glasses of wine per week keeps you consistent long-term, then it is worth doing, as long as obviously you're still progressing. There's so many caveats to this, isn't there? Mm. It is. And this is why you need coaching. Oh, this is why I find it frustrating when people say, it's really simple, but, I'm I, just, all or nothing. but, I, but I just can't do it. It's like, well, it's probably because it's not that simple, because there's parts of this that you, you haven't ever thought about. Like, we only think about a lot of these things. The sum is simple, isn't it? It's it's calories it, in, calories out. Yeah. How that is achieved is very complicated. There's a lot more to it than that, isn't there? Because we're not just, you know, we're not just machines who process things by calories, and there's so many more factors that go into that. And that's ultimately where people will, will struggle. And I think also people, just to go on another tangent, is that tangent, people, tangent, people, tangent. Want, people want to be spoon-fed everything and given. So someone complained to me the other day about saying, I hadn't given them specific advice because I'd said to them, your, op- your issues are you're not losing weight. So you have three variables. Oh, the thing is they were very light as well, weren't yeah. they? Compared so, to like, you know. They weren't overweight by any, by any mm. traditional measure. They just wanted to lose a few pounds. So I said, you can either cut out the treats you're having you can count your calories or you can adjust your exercise. What would you like to do? And then the, the response was non-forthcoming. And I said, you know, this isn't really what you wanted to hear, but ultimately something has to change. You can either stand here with your hands on your hips saying it's not fair, or you can change something. Yeah. And then it was, you know, I've not had specific advice. And the issue there is immediately the same as when people ask us for recipes. Do you want a perfect fat loss day? Have an asparagus omelette, have salmon and spinach for lunch, and then cod wrapped in bacon with green beans for dinner. Great okay, guys, a really good fat loss diet. Everyone lose weight on that near enough. 100%. But you might be able to afford it. You might not like eggs. You might be vegetarian. Yeah, you're gonna despise every single meal that you have. That is not what people need. And you need to take this upon your own shoulders and fix that problem. And this is the whole solutions to problems thing to tie it back in. It's not our job to give you a solution. We're here to direct you and to flag up when you're putting obstacles in the way. I like the thing Mark Manson says, when people say therapy doesn't work for them, because therapy asks different questions and people want answers. If you're not willing to answer those questions, then you're not gonna be able to find the solutions that work long-term. You can follow Joe Wicks and do the meal plans and you can bounce from meal plan to meal plan and it might work for you. But for most people, it doesn't. In, or in it, it, works, it works in time while you're following that meal plan, but then afterwards you regain all the weight because you've not got someone that's just said spoon feeding you exactly what to eat, how many grams, you know, and things just like, oh, and then you can't do it. You're out in the wide world, like, I don't know what to eat unless I carry on following these recipes and then add my own stuff on top. Yeah. So you've got to put skin in the game, you've got to put some time down, you've got to learn these things, you know. God, when I went to uni, I remember the only reason I started learning to cook was because I got bored of oven pizzas. I just thought, I can't go like this any longer. And I slowly like began to There's a lot of cook. pizzas out there, Joe. There's a lot there of is, and I did Maybe, you know, it's I very did different now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a quite a lot of variety now. I think I would have pushed that piece of bandwagon a bit more if I'd, if I'd been like stuffed double crust from Frozen yeah, back in the day, many moons ago. You get pizza for quick anyway. We'll, we'll move on from that. Yeah, I get one with a, a, a beetroot base. It's <laughs> only 800 calories. Is it just takes time. It takes some real effort to find those things that you like and people want it all right now and then when they don't have it right now, they quit persevere that's just the thing that people lack and to go back to my previous point about people saying i've not got the mindset the willpower the focus the dedication you don't have to you just have to wake up every you don't you can't all the time expect to feel good i could send you a link to a youtube video now and you'd feel super pumped that's and, and feel awesome and you'd have a really good mindset but that is going to go you need to do things when you don't want to do them to steal from russell brand self-discipline is self-love being disciplined with yourself is not fun but it's going to look after you long term 
you know, he was saying, I don't enjoy going to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and get my ass kicked. I don't enjoy meditating, but it's doing the things that are good for me. It's the bigger picture. It's looking at what that brings you long-term. You talk about it quite a lot, don't you? Like with being a dad and when you get old and with your grand and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's... Because I'm quite vain, so I don't really think that far. No, out. but like, I That's want really to, a benefit that I have. I, I'd like to be, you know, the buff jack dad in the pool as well. You know I mean? That's part of it. But for me, you know, in the back of my mind, there's longevity to my body. Like, do I want to be, you know not being able to throw my grandkids around. No, of course, I want to be able to run around the park with them. <laughs> like beating them, <laughs> through walls and stuff. <laughs> 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 um, you know, so that's in the back of my mind. You know, I had two, two grands. One of them, always active, always fit, ate really well, you know, cooked all her own food. Super active, right up until like a week before she died. Like, was cooking in three-course meals, um, still baking cakes and stuff like that. My other nan was like, from she was 60 yeah. you know what I mean from I remember like I think I was like 11 or something like that and she was 60 and we were going around to help decorate her house because she was too old to do it I remember my granddad yeah. 60 too old yeah my mum was 71 and still running around parks and stuff yeah. like that that's you know kind of in the back of my mind so looking at every positive step that I do so my workouts my stretching um, you know my nutrition are all kind of adding up to this but to go back to kind of what Joe was saying about his client complaining that the thing wasn't personalised is we can't give you the perfect solutions because we're not, we don't know or we're not aware of what you're prepared to do. You know, like Joe said, with that woman, it was, you can cut back on your treats. That might not be something. If, if we just said to you, right, no more wine, no more chocolate, that might not be something she's prepared to do. You can count your calories and that's going to allow you to still have some chocolate, some wine. She might not want to weigh and track, you know, she might not be prepared to do that. Increase your output. She might not be prepared to do that. You know, she, uh, think from discussion she did like pilates and walking yeah correct you know so then she's probably not going to want to go to the gym and kind of ground out heavy deadlifts or semi-heavy deadlifts you know so it's what out of those three are you prepared to do if we just dictate one then you're probably just gonna be like fuck that i'm gonna have some chocolate and some white fuck that i'm not gonna count my calories today fuck that i'm not going to the gym i can't be bothered so it's what you're prepared to do to get to your goal as well and that's when it comes on to you to provide that solution. We can give you ideas, we can ask the questions, but you need to provide the answers. It's just not our style of coaching, is it? Because I can do that. And again, it goes like back just, to that dictating. You just, you just said we can't do that. We could do, well, yeah, could but it's do. just Sorry. not what we believe in, is it's it? It's not going to be effective. And there's, you know, there's coaches who I've followed online who give out meal plans and then people give them the excuses such as I'm at a wedding, whatever. Guy that you worked with, I remember he wrote this, and then he said... I don't care if you're at a wedding, mm. take a Tupperware. That's not our demographic. And if you want that sort of plan, then sustained nutrition is not the kind of company to be working with. And you need to be seeking out someone who is more, I wouldn't say more focused, but just more that style. We're, we're into more kind of real world fat loss. Yeah. Family friendly stuff that can fit in with your life and not take over your life. You know, we want you to be able to go to a wedding and choose to eat you know, kind of as close to your plan as you want or choose to eat whatever you want and just go, realistically, this was a high calorie day and I'm willing to take it out of the chin this week. It's fine by me. It was as opposed to like say, here's your meal plan, stick to that like what you're saying. I was gonna say shit to a blanket. Shit then. to a blanket. <laughs> Which is, like, is that the one you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Which is no fun for anyone, is it? You know, no one wants to like say be Oh, you know, the only time I would take my Tupperware, so when we did the photo shoot, which I always hark on about, when I got the latest possible, I did go to a wedding, I went out for a weekend, and I took a load of my own food. Now, I ate at the wedding 
breakfast, I think it's called, even though what it is. You had a protein bar in the car, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, and I had protein bars, and I had packs of ham, I had fruit in the boot, and I would just slope off like I was going for a sink, <laughs> and have half a protein bar, and slope off like I was having a sink. I bet that was delicious. And I'd have an apple. You're like Charlie the Chocolate Factory. And I'd have an apple, and I took all my own food with me. Um, but that was a very rare occasion where I had a very short time frame. We had nine weeks and I had a very clear focus. If this was just me going through my day-to-day -to, -day to life like I am now, then I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So that's it. Solutions to problems. Yeah, 100%. But it's what you're prepared to do and don't worry about it not being perfect. Just come up with something because if not, the same problem is going to present itself over and over again. If you have time poor, I don't have time to prep my food. Okay, what can you do to help with that situation? If you always you know, get really hungry on the way home and eat a lot of shit food, then what can you do to prevent that? Is it taking a snack? Is it eating something before you set off from work? You know, kind of things that we've talked about timeless, <clears throat> timeless times. It's very interesting because I've started doing a thing with my clients where, so someone said, I don't, I don't know how to get carbs in or I've not got access to a microwave. So I gave them kind of five options. I said, you know, eat rice cold, eat fruit, take a, a flask, buy something on the hoof, go to an M&S and you can buy cold stuff. They do quite a good range. I had a couple more too. And I said, you know, what three things are you specifically going to do? And it's the way that we phrase it now, because we've gone so far with this, is that normally I'd say to people, well, what could you do? And they wouldn't give me an answer. Then I'd give them some things to do. I'd give them options and they wouldn't give me an answer. Mm. And now I have to say, specifically, what three yeah. things would you do? Specifically is and the most typed word ever. And she still didn't do it. And then I think she said, her response was something like, what does on the hoof mean? Because I'd said, buy something on the hoof. Mm. And it's like, this is why coaching and accountability is so important, is people are, will forever struggle to take this upon their own back for long enough to be successful, is they always have to be pulled through the process and prompted and reminded and, and nudged along the way because for most people, it's not something they think about enough. They just go about and eat and that's why they end up in the position they're in, that we have to add a lot of extra focus to these things that matter because they do matter because if you don't put thought into them, that's why you get fatter than you want. So something has to change. You can't expect to just keep grabbing whatever you fancy and to lose weight. There has to be something to, to change. And then we put these options in front of people and they have to then engage that process. And the people who do that the best, the ones who you give them a nudge, you give them a question. I've got a lady at the moment who is absolutely brilliant at this because I set her up with their, you know, I do like some of the CBT stuff. So I want to write down the thoughts you have each day and challenge them and reframe them mm. every day. Logged my CBT, logged my CBT, logged my CBT. She's brilliant. And she only took one nudge. The more you can be that lady, the better you'll do. She's gone from like 65 kilos to 59 in like six weeks. Something ridiculous because she's done so well. Because every suggestion she's taken on board. But within a week, I didn't have any more suggestions. It was yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. But That's what I said to her was now, yeah. We've got 13 weeks to go and within 10, you know, within three weeks of that, you've got everything nailed. Just keep doing this. It's all you've got to do now. Sounds really easy, but that's the hard bit. That's the harder weeks. And those 10 weeks when you've got to just do the same things day in, day out, ingrain those habits. Because that's, that's the issue. But, you know, like I said earlier, it's kind of a long-term consistency over short-term perfection. You know, we get people who come into the group, I've tried everything. Okay, but what have you tried consistently? Yeah, probably, what did you do for eight weeks? Yeah, probably very little. You've probably done a couple of weeks got frustrated for whatever reason, then bumped, bumped to the next plan and then- With the two of haters. Yeah, got frustrated and you know, the same thing. So I think, yeah, just look at your problem and look at what you can do to make it as hard as possible to fuck up for that problem to keep on reoccurring. It's like I said, if it's time poor, 
planning food, whatever it is, what can you do to make it easier to not do that or to stick to what you want to stick to? What can you do to make it harder, which is exactly the same thing, to fuck up? That's it. Take it upon yourself. The sooner you do this, the better your chance of long term. Yeah, we can give you ideas, but ultimately it's going to have to come from you, what you specifically do. But be specific as well. Don't just go, ah, I'm really disappointed with this day. Plan my food. Yeah, I'll just like, you know, like, the amount of times we get people on a weekend, like, weekend was shocking, uh, don't want to report it, let's move on. Need well, to plan better. Yeah, no, let's look at what's happened, because you can learn from it, and then you can prevent it from happening again. Because if you don't, guess what? In a couple of weeks' time, same thing can happen. Good? Yeah. Right, thank you very much for listening. Hopefully... That was our shorter podcast. Yeah, hopefully the sound was okay. Uh, we'll check it out. Um, yeah, if you've got any questions, guys, any struggles, anything you want to add, anything you want to ask us, then please feel free to email us. Um, you know, if you think someone's going to benefit from the podcast, please share it. Spread the love. That's us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review. Thank you.